I should say one other thing. Uh, you've <clears throat> you've probably noticed at this point that I sound like ass. <clears throat> yeah, you do. Yeah, got a cold. I, oh, got the, I got the sore throat and the snot and the whole thing. Oh, dude, that's horrible. I don't know. What do you, what do, you do when you get a cold? Do you, do you do anything or do you just wait it out? Uh, generally I, I wait it out. I mean, there's, yeah, there's not much, uh, if I call the doctors, what ends up happening is they give me the, the, the runaround, right? Like they'll be like, right. Oh, hold on. We'll, we'll call you back with a nurse. And then they call back and then the nurse is like, Oh, rest of it. So I generally wait it out. Right. I don't know. You just, you got to put up with it until it goes away. Drink fluids. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Wait, are we already starting the podcast? Is the podcast officially started? I think so. Yeah. It has. Is, Wait, because I know, if, if I know. We, isn't that isn't that pathetic? Well, if we podside pod side number three in which Will sounds like death. Well, if we've already started the podcast, I wanted to start it off with, by saying something. Okay. Leroy Jenkins. Thank you for that. Yeah, I, I would I, imagine I, I would imagine most listeners know exactly what that is. So you're you're in good company. I want to just give out a shout out right now to my mom. Yes. So so hi mom. I, I actually don't know how shout-outs work. Do you just, just say... You shout. You have to scream. You shout out. Oh. She can hear you from Massachusetts. Oh, okay. All right. Well, um, I guess I gave a shout-out to Leroy Jenkins then. Yeah, you did. He heard you. Um, but yeah, pod side number three in which Will tries to talk out his common cold and Carl tries to help. So thank you for coming on, Carl. Uh, of course. I'm really excited. Is it yep. is it normal to be nervous on a podcast? Not on this one. I mean, the only thing is like, yeah, strangers, people who are strangers to you will be hearing your voice. Well, the strangers thing doesn't bother me, right? Like, it's the people who know me, right? Like, you know, what if later on one of my friends come over and go, man, dude, you know, you made some pretty weak-ass comments on that podcast. Well, then it becomes a competitive thing. In other words, you come back on, they come back on, everyone tries to do better than everyone else. And I get to, I get a podcast out of it. That's how that works. From a, from a new house, you're in the house now, right? Right, I am. I am in the house. And what's what's going on in the house? Uh, well, I guess uh, not that much. Uh, there's some ants crawling around, and uh, yesterday we actually had uh, two rabbits eating random crap in our backyard. Rabbits? Yeah, like like little rabbits. I, I mean, I, yeah, they well, could no. have been hares. I don't know. I don't know what the difference <sighs> between a hare or a rabbit is. You know, to me, they're all just bunny rabbits. Right. Is it one has? Is it okay for a grown man to say bunny rabbit? It's better than saying kitten, but I know you're also fond of that one. Oh, I, I like saying kitty cat. Kitty cat, right? Right. Well, yeah. Speaking of which, do your parents still have that cat? That cat is, uh, I think, nearly dead. Every time I go home, the cat has some sort of new tumor or uh, incurable condition. We're not really sure how it's still standing. And you know, I was never extremely attached to the cat, so I just sort of look on as my parents keep paying veterinarian bill after veterinarian bill. They don't even like the cat. You know, like, I feel like it's time to maybe say goodbye to, to Licorice. But, um... Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. That was the name of the cat? Licorice. It was a black cat, Licorice. Are you licorice serious? is black, right? I hope Licorice is black or else everyone thought we were really stupid. Wait a second. So, like, I, I have a question. Do you like Licorice? Uh, the candy, I, I can't say I've ever had it. I don't think I would like it because any candy that's black... It's very hard. I like candies that have a fruity association. Dude, you know, red red can be strawberry, blue can be blueberry. What is black? What is that? That's like coal. 
I don't want to eat that. Exactly, dude. Like, I've had black licorice before, and I hate it. Like, I can't... I, I have never found a person who's really been a big fan of black licorice. What does it even taste like? Why do they still make it? You know, Good like, question. you know, like, why can't I go to a candy store and find right. it there? Like, this should be something that should only be special ordered by, you know, through Amazon for like the five people who eat it. Right. Black licorice. Like, this is, what is this, like, the greatest generation? Who's, who's buying black licorice? Hey, grandpa, stop giving Billy black licorice, okay? Yeah. I asked my grandparents once about this and they didn't even eat black licorice. So I have no idea who the hell eats it. <laughs> I don't know. That's weird. But but clarify something for me about the house, if you would. Okay. You uh, you sent out an email showing pictures, which was cool, and then I brought the email thread to a complete halt by making a joke about the cape. What is – the house is called a cape or you live in an area called the cape? Oh, so uh, that's a very good question. So the house right, – Thank you. There's uh, certain styles of homes. So like, uh, you know, you can have like a ranch home. In Houston, ranch homes are really popular. It's just a layout of the house and okay. the way it's built. Um, uh, so our house is called a cape, uh, because of the structure. It's, it look, generally a cape is a house that kind of looks like a giant retarded single story house with like right. a really like tall roof. And then people are like, well, what the hell's up with that enormous roof? And then you find out that there's a second story, you know, underneath that roof. Um, right. uh, but yeah, capes generally have the same layout. So usually when you're going to buy a house, you know, if it says it's a cape, you kind of already know in your head about, you know, where the kitchen and the bathrooms are and all of that stuff. I see. I see. Like a double wide. Uh, right. Um, what about that little thing out in the backyard? There's like a little, you called it a barn. It's a little, it's a little house. Oh what yeah. It? It's a little shed. So like over here, uh, garages are really uncommon and if you do have a garage uh, usually it's only a one-car garage and so most people they you know need a bunch of tools up here to do yard work and to like remove snow so removing right, right. snow is a real pain in the ass so they actually right. have this thing called a snow blower which to me doesn't really blow snow well i mean i guess it does but to me it more like it eats snow and then it spits it out its ass so like you know you get one of these things but all these things, like, are pretty big, and they take up space. And since, you know, most people only have, like, a one-car tiny garage, they uh, generally have a shed somewhere where they store all these kind of, you know, seasonal uh, t big tools. Right. Their sides and everything like that. Yeah. So we have, like, a lawnmower in there and, and some other yard work type of stuff in, in the shed. And eventually it'll, blow, it'll be where all the dead bodies go, I assume. Uh, well, actually, I you know, I think that's a little obvious. I, I'd actually bury them underneath the shed oh you know do one of the things where you like lift up a plank in the shed or something you know one of the floorboards goes up and then you know you sure you dig up a hole or something i've always been fond of putting bodies above because everyone always looks for them below but if you put them in the ceiling somehow oh i was gonna say do you hang them from trees or something because that's kind of creepy you definitely hang them from trees and <laughs> let everyone see them <laughs> it's like putting up christmas decorations Oh, yeah, I, um, I guess. In some decidedly places. less cheery. Um, but you do have a garage, right? Yeah, we actually are very lucky. One of the things we really like about to, the house. You had, to, you had to grease the real estate agent, didn't you, for that? You had to slip her a little, you had to slip her a little money on the side. Well, we had to compete with another damn offer, so that, that was kind of shitty. Oh, man. So it was war. Yeah, I guess, except, you know, well, I guess technically I shouldn't be saying this on a podcast, but, you know, like, uh, Let's just say the the other the seller's realtor kind of was uh, liked us better and kind of 
did a few uh, uh, grayish, you know, maybe not the correct ethical type of thing. Like, uh, she actually sent our realtor a text message telling her what the other offer was to make sure that we could get uh, our offer in higher. She also then murdered her clients, so you were, in fact, the only offer. That was the moral gray. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah that, that was definitely the moral gray part. Well, so this was like – this is like – some sort of soap opera of bidding on a house then. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, we, we were lucky because we actually never had to go into negotiations with the sellers. Uh, so, like, it turned out, <laughs> this is horrible, right? So, like, the first the, the first buyers were, like, went through all these rounds of negotiations with the sellers and tried to agree on a price. Right. And after, like, a bunch of time, they finally settled on a price, and they actually signed the papers, and they were being faxed over to the sellers. And that's when the seller's realtor... Uh, informed us that this other offer was coming in and then that if we came in five grand over that that they would choose us instead and so wow. at the very last minute we said okay we'll give you five grand more and right. the other uh, you know the other buyers were screwed so they essentially went through like a big long process had signed the papers were already like yeah we got the house and then we basically effed them over that's like ebay camping it's like people who wait till five seconds before to bid on eBay. Yeah, I mean, I I don't necessarily feel all that great about it. Like, I kind of feel bad for the guys, but, you know. Well, oh hey, well. you won. Yeah, I guess, yeah. It's cutthroat. Getting the house is cutthroat. Yeah, it was, man. These Gotta play hardball. Yeah, they've been selling pretty fast. Yeah. What is Bedford even like? I mean, is it literally rows and rows of houses like yours? Actually, yeah. There, there's well, there's one street that's just full of capes, so it's like literally a bunch of houses that look like ours, it's, but in it's different cape colors. Street. Yeah, I like the idea. I like the idea of a street that's full of people wearing capes. You must wear a cape on that street. Oh my god! You know what's funny is uh, just yesterday I told uh, I told Wendy I'm like you know I feel like uh, now that we have a house that we're kind of becoming older, uh, and I feel older right. because. I was right. getting into my car and this teenage looking boy, maybe he was in college. I don't know. Right. He's riding his bike right near, you know, our house on the street. And so I waved to him and I go, howdy, you know, trying to be like a decent neighbor and everything. Right. Neighborly. Right. Yeah. The kid completely ignores me. He just keeps riding by and I'm like, damn teenage assholes. Like, right. You know, and, Idiot asshole. Yeah. And there I am. You know, I'm, I'm an old fart now in the house. You know, I hate You're trying to be friendly. You're in your underwear. Uh, it's, you know, Oh, dude. what are you doing? Were you going out to get the paper? Do you have a robe? Do you have a bathrobe? Oh, I have a bathrobe, but I never use yep. it. Dude, the underwear thing is a serious issue, man. Like, you know, like yep. there's windows all over the house. And so, like, uh, sometimes, you know, I forget about that. And I'm just kind of walking around, scratching my nuts and stuff in front of a window. Right. And then I realize right. people can <clears> see me. <throat> you got you to gotta be careful. My underwear thing is different because I just moved, too. And I'm, I'm living in a place by myself now for the first time in my life. So I'm finding a very – like, I don't really see any reason – to just in any given moment be wearing pants at all. Yeah, I don't understand that either. Why would why do I need to put them on? The, see, this now, is to clarify. I'm wearing pants now. I don't podcast without pants. Oh well, but, I you know I'm not, but <laughs> yeah, right, sure. No, I figured. But like you know, this is a serious issue. Like, what about in the future when like you know you have kids and stuff? Like, what, what do you do? Like, I, can I walk right. around in my underwear with my like? What if I a, a nut pops out? Right, like. Yeah. yeah, you can do that. No, you're the you're gonna be the you're gonna be the father. So, you and Wendy are gonna be the leaders of the household. You can do whatever you want. So you're saying that it is absolutely okay for like the man of the house to walk around like with children and maybe occasionally have a nut pop out by accident. It's are you kidding? You can have your nuts out all the time. You can be naked. That's completely normal. Oh damn. Well I'm glad my dad wasn't completely normal with me when I was a kid. You can teach your kids that it's just okay to be naked. I guess we should, everyone should be more 
carefree with their bodies. And part of that is teaching your kids, uh, Billy, Jane, it's okay to just show off your stuff. I guess. I, I, I don't know. At school. Do it at school with the other kids. Well, like, I mean. And, and teach them. Do their you... parents won't teach them because their parents are backwards and make their children wear clothes all the time. You guys have to be the envoys of the nakedivity. Do you realize that we live in the United States? Like, you know, if, if my daughter, like, went to school and somehow this came up on show and tell that, like, her and daddy are always naked in the house, like, you know, I think, yeah, police would come over. Wait a minute. What would, okay, that's the tell. What would be the show is what I'm curious about in that scenario. <laughs> well, I don't know. You're the one saying that we need to teach kids to be more open this is a, This is a mold. This is a bust of my daddy's wiener. Like, what, are they br- what are they bringing? By the way, if you have one of those around the house, congratulations. That's awesome. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I don't think we have a mantle large enough for that. <laughs> how much How much do you think it would cost to get that done professionally? Like to create a mold of your hair? <laughs> you know, I, I'm not sure. I, I don't even know how much it costs to get a mold at like a, of something more ordinary done. Like I think there are two outlets that could maybe do it. The first would be the people who do the dentist thing where they make a mold of your mouth. So if you've got a machine like that, presumably you could just like put your wiener in a bunch of that material and then take it out and let it harden. And there's your, there's your mold or like the fossil people who go around and, you know, you could like say you're in a forest and there's a lot of mud. You could just find a wet spot on the ground, put your wiener in the wet spot, leave and then get some fossil people to come back and make a mold that way. Yeah, I, I, is that is that sound perfectly rational? I think that's perfectly rational. I mean, we have yeah. to preserve, you know, some sort of history of our wieners yeah. so we can pass them it's down. Preser- yeah, <laughs> it's preservationist. Yeah, yeah, like I want my great great grandchildren to know what my wiener was like. You want people a thousand years from now? I, I wonder if you could get it in some sort of a, a, a material that fossilizes. You know, I'm sure, you know, believe, you know, I bet you there are people out there that have done this. Yeah, you're probably right. What if it goes wrong and it actually just molds around your wiener? You know, no, but yeah, that, that would, that would be a serious issue. What was it in the last podcast you guys were talking about testicular torsion? Yeah, that's a problem. The torsion. Dude, what's up with that, man? Like homeboy just brought that up on the podcast. Is he suffering from, you know, some, some ball tangling? I think if Adam was suffering from torsion, we would have heard it. Like we would have heard him screaming and, and moaning and crying. But apparently, it's not. It's very unpleasant. Oh yeah, that, that's what I've heard. I'm I'm lucky. I've never had any testicle issues. I don't think. I've never had but, any like you know dick issues in general. Right. You know, we're fortunate then. Well, actually, I do have an issue. Oh so, well. So like this is actually kind of weird. So I've asked you know maybe three or four doctors about this, and all of them like have no idea what the hell it is, and they they all think it's psychological. But but I don't know. So the point is, uh, at some point in college, when I started drinking alcohol, the moment I take my first sip of alcohol, like I had this insane urge to piss. You know, like it, it's just I really gotta go, and I'll go to the restroom, and then nothing comes out. And so then I'm sitting there like I have to piss, but I can't piss for you know thirty minutes. Huh. And so I told, so, well, I told this to the doctors and they're like, oh, you know, th- this is psychological. Like th- this, you know, if it happened that quickly, it must be psychological. But get this. One time I was at like some sort of, you know, function or something and there was punch there and I drank it and I thought, you know, it was just normal punch until I had it, you know, I got that weird sensation in, in my dick again. And then that's when I realized that like, 
wait a second, does this thing got alcohol in it? I asked around, they said, yeah, they put alcohol in the punch. So, like, I feel right. that if it was psychological, that wouldn't have happened, right? Is it instant, or is it you have to wait a few moments, or what happens? It's, like, within, you know, five seconds or ten seconds. Wow. Wow. Well, I can see why that would baffle the doctors. Yeah, so, like, I, I don't get it either. So, it's it's kind of, it's really uncomfortable, and I, I don't understand. But other than that, everything else has been fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm a, I'm a floodgate guy, so I get it where, you know, if I'm drinking, after a certain amount of time, I have to go to the bathroom really bad, and I gotta go. And then after that, I have to go to the bathroom a lot, you know, frequently, throughout the, throughout the evening, or whenever, throughout the period of drinking. Once the floodgates open, I'm like... I've I've gone to the bathroom seven times out drinking once. Seven times. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, you talk about being old. Forget the forget the leaving your wiener out. That's old. Okay. <laughs> all right. First of all, I just want to point out that like whoever's listening to this podcast, this sounds like one of those. No, they're kind disgusted. Of... They've they've turned it off already. <laughs> yeah. They're disgusted. They're absolutely revolted by what we're talking. This about. sounds like one of those like male self help type of things where like men who are too ashamed to talk about their problems, like they listen to this and then they're like. You know, hearing other men share about the things they go through and so it makes them feel more normal. That's what this sounds like right now. Right. Well, not to mention the fact that I sound like death right now. So I sound, I actually sound like a, an 85-year-old dude who's just sitting here talking about making a mold of his wiener and how often he goes to the bathroom. Wait. What is that? That's not a podcast. Yeah. Well, one well, well, last question about wieners. So, like, what would you do if you're sitting down, like, in a public place, right? Like, you're sitting down in a public place talking to somebody. Just, okay, just in that scenario, I would go to the bathroom. <laughs> Without any more details, that's what I would do. I'd go on. Okay, so you're sitting down, like, let's say at a beach, and, you know, there's a group of guys, and, and you know... Wait, why the, am I at the beach? I, okay, you're... Well, uh, okay, you're you're somewhere where people are wearing shorts. So it's outside, and people are wearing shorts. Oh, I don't, I don't go to those places, but okay, we'll go on with right, this. Fine. Story. And so, like, one dude's wearing a short, uh, some shorts, and, like, he's talking to you, and uh, one of his nuts pops out of his shorts. Like, what do you do? What do you look at? Do you like tell the dude, "Hey, your nut is out," or like, you know, what do you do? You uh, you walk up to him, you get you, you kind of lean in, you get real close, and you whisper in his ear, "Hey, your testicles hanging out." Oh my god, dude! All right, now imagine this happened to me when I was in middle school, and the guy whose nut wait, was wait, out wait. was my grandfather. The whispering or the testicle thing? No, the testicle thing. My grandfather's nut was hanging out. You know, and he was, oh, not your nut, okay. Yeah, no, no, no. And he was talking to this, like, random dude next to him, and, like, the whole family was there. And, like, for some reason, I was the only one who noticed the nut. And so then I told my mom, and my mom's like, holy shit, his nut is out. So then she told my dad, and my dad's like, holy shit, his nut is out. And then eventually, like, I think he told my grandfather to, like, you know, go look at something or, you know, get him basically to stand up. to like, Go look at something. That is an excellent <laughs> euphemism for put your testicles in. Yeah. Grandpa, please go look at something right now. I need you to go look at anything. Go look at something right now. You know it's bad when you have to come up with a euphemism for that. Well, you can't, I, don't, I guess you can't just say, Grandpa, testicle, put it away. Although that, would, <laughs> that would accomplish your objective, I guess. I guess it would, yeah. So going back what, to, uh, uh, briefly, if you don't mind, going back to yeah, episode yeah, yeah. one. Okay. So in episode one, you were commenting that like you know, your goal in life should be to be the number one hit on Google for your name, right? Right. Justin said that was a good, and I think that's a reasonable goal. Yeah. Well, the, if that's the case, then I just want to say that I'm like the king of all of you guys because like the right. almost the whole damn first like page of results on Google for my name are me. Yep. 
the really funny one is that like uh, the second to last hit on the page is Adam's blog. And I love it because Google has the little like uh, snippet, you know, how they show you the little clip where your name shows or whatever the search term shows up. Right. And so if let's say some employer is searching me or something and they read the snippet, it literally says my favorites were one, quote, my ass tingle and two, may the enemy get the itch. Oh, from that. Um, I remember that post that he did. Yeah, that was great. I'm thinking, wonderful, right? You know, if I, I go apply somewhere for for a job and they and they Google me, right? You know, they're going to see that. You know, may his ass tingle. Everything looks fine here. Um, you're very qualified. You've got some nice experience. Um, we're a little concerned about the ass tingle. Yeah. Is that a thing that's on? Is that a thing that's ongoing? Is it being treated? Yeah, um, seriously, right? We're, we're worried about, for insurance purposes, we need to know more about the ass tingle. Right, yeah, and I, I don't even know how to begin with that. Well, you got to be honest at these interviews. For insurance, for legal purposes, you have to be honest. Have you ever thought about, like, what you would ask if you were giving an interview to someone? I think, in general, job interviews, they, that entire system should be reworked. It should be much more casual. It should be much more, like, how can we stump the hell out of the candidate? while still having a good time. Because nobody wants to do it. The interviewer, the interviewee, nobody wants to be there. It's like a date. It's horrible. It's like a first or second date. Dude, ending ending a date to me is the hardest thing, right? Like, like how do you determine when, like, the best time to end is? Like, this actually is an issue that even comes up now with, like, groups of friends. Like, sometimes there'll be, like, a group of people hanging out, and then, you know, conversation just kind of stops, and then everyone's just standing there, and, you know, it kind of just, the conversation gets put on life support, you know, like it'll be restarted right. again and it'll go for a while right. and then it dies then restarted again and goes, and it's like, well, how do you, how do you decide when it's time to like say, okay, call it a night. What I do is when I'm on a date with a lady, I just look at my watch and I say, well, this has been really fun. It's been a great date, but um, it's almost time for the nightly news. So I have to get home and watch that. So we have to leave now. Holy shit. Are you serious? I have to go. <laughs> how many second dates to... do you get? I <laughs> I have to go watch the news about all the local murders and crime that goes on. Why do people watch the nightly news? I don't – what is the value of that? Oh, someone six miles away from me got hit by a car. Oh, now my life is enriched by knowing that. No, it's not. No. Why do people watch that? I don't know what type of nightly news you watch, dude. The type of nightly news that you know we get are things like you know tune in at 9 tonight to figure out what – you know, what may be bringing your child's, you know, test scores down in school. And then if you watch, they'll say, oh, you know, if you have a... The a, fact that your child's a dipshit. Yeah, that? well, no, they're like, if you have a son, right, and he's in a co-ed class, that he gets distracted by the girls. And then they interview, <sighs> like, some sixth grader boy, and they're like, do you oh, think dear. girls are pretty? And he's like, yes. And they're like... Do you sometimes, you know, get yes, distracted? Yeah, I, I like them a lot. Yeah, it, I really like them. I like it when I like it when I think about them. I, I rub my my wiener. <laughs> yeah, they're like. I just hey guys, hey guys, have you heard of this new thing where you rub your wiener? And, He's a sixth grader. Dude, no, seriously, they'll ask him something like, "Do you think girls are more interesting than school?" And he'll be like, "Yes." And then they'll be like, yeah, "Fuck yes." These kids are too distracted by girls in their classroom to pay attention to school, and it's like, what the hell is wrong with you guys? Um. I put I put aside some weird New England news. Okay. Just because, you know, you're a resident there. Right. This is from let's see, the Hartford Courant. So this is out of Connecticut. Oh, okay. Um, police police are investigating the theft of an American flag from a man in a chicken suit. <laughs> I have not heard about that. 
they report that this man was waving the flag and dancing outside a newly renovated Boston Market restaurant on Wednesday as part of his job. <laughs> I like how it clarified. He wasn't just doing that for fun. Yeah. <laughs> part of his job. When a man jumped from a car, grabbed the flag, and took off. Are you a serious? Customer, a customer who witnessed the theft called the police. I looked, oh, 911, what's your emergency? Oh, my God. I can't believe it just happened. The, the guy just stole a flag from a man in a chicken suit. Send, send a car, please, quickly. No one is bleeding. No one is injured. I'm not even really sure what happened, but please send the police. Oh, my God, dude. I... The newspaper reports that the dispatcher had a hard time relaying the call to officers, breaking into laughter while trying to say chicken suit. I'd probably accidentally say chicken shit. <laughs> so, wait, what, what would be the motive behind this guy? Is it like, you know, he thinks this chicken's defacing his, his country's flag? Or is it just some, like, one of these teenage punks who's, like, just... But, I mean, what would a teenager want with an American flag from a chicken? Some people just need to have... Maybe he was going to an event where he needed a flag, and he said, look, this guy is dressed as a chicken. He is worth less than other life forms on the planet because his job involves dressing up as a chicken. And he just took the flag from that guy. He figured the moral consequences would be less because the victim was in a chicken suit. I'm not endorsing that view, by the way. That's probably just what was going through his mind. I think people in chicken suits are should have every right that people in normal attire do. Well, I, I guess. <laughs> I mean, like, you know... I would hate well, to be a dude in a chicken suit going through, like, airport security. That would really suck. I mean, you think they would still patch you down? They'd, they'd probably... Watch the beak! Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I guess they'd have to make you take your chicken suit off, and then it has to go through the x-ray machine, in which case, you know, once again, you're in your underwear with your balls hanging out. I, uh, I think if I was ever wearing a chicken suit, I would probably pretend like I was trying to lay an egg the entire time. Dude, are you kidding me? You should cut a little hole in the chicken suit and then actually bring right. real eggs and then just, like, squirt them out the hole. <laughs> okay, but this is a life-size, this is a man-sized chicken. He's gonna make, he's not gonna make little eggs. <laughs> no, that's what makes it What, like, 70 eggs just fall out at once? <laughs> yeah. Like, 70 hard-boiled eggs that I brought as part of my chicken bit? Like, no, I'm talking about, like, a, a big egg, a... An egg that is to scale with the man in the chicken suit. No, fuck that, dude. Go with a bunch of little eggs. I, I like that. You can even get, like, a little, like, egg launcher thing or something, so that way they don't just kind of drop out. They, like, fly out your butt. What is an egg launcher? I, I don't know. Something that launches hard-boiled eggs. It's kind of like a potato... What, what are they called? Potato guns or potato launchers? Oh. I think a potato gun, but I've never really known what that is either. Is that really a thing, a potato gun? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They get, like, this PVC stuff, and then they get a potato, and they ram it down in the PVC pipe, and then they spray, like, you know, something at the other end of the pipe, uh, and then they light it, and that expands whatever the hell they sprayed in there, and then the potato just goes flying out. This is, like, an activity that was, like, this sounds like it was born when, like, the, the cast of Deliverance was not shooting, like, on their off day. <laughs> They just went out in the woods and like, hey, let's fire off some potatoes. Like, what? Or I guess I, I guess it could have been born in Ireland. They got a lot of potatoes there. I'm just curious why potatoes. Like, why not, well, you know, why not some Yeah, because a potato could hurt somebody. Is that the point? Like, was it was it made for warfare or was it made for... Dude, hell if I know. Goof, I've only seen them off. launch potatoes against sides of buildings. And then you just see basically mashed potatoes on the side of buildings. Where have you seen it? 
in Boston over by the fraternities. Oh, I see. It's kind of a like, you know, you know how like people with Delta Phi Potato? Well, you know how like people with small dicks drive giant trucks? And and armed with potato guns? What if you put a potato gun on an enormous truck? Oh, That's like the ultimate God. compensation. <laughs> Oh god, yeah, that that would uh, you know, I actually almost got into a trouble with some like small ass kid in a pickup truck in Texas once. <laughs> Wait a minute, what do you mean a small ass kid like a 6-year-old? What are you doing? Well, it was I was driving uh back home from high school and like this kid who's I guess 16 years old or something, but he is short as hell, right? Uh right. drives the most jacked up pickup truck you've ever seen. Like he literally lifted up that truck to the legal limits, right? And he's got giant wheels on it. And uh I forgot what happened, but like I, I think I like turned into his lane in front of him, uh, without my blinker or something, you know. Uh oh, driving like that, it's gonna get you potatoed. Yeah, dude. The dude was hella pissed, man. He was like, you know, revving his engine, pulling up next to me, like barely, you know, looking at me because, you know, he can't really see that high over the steering wheel. <sighs> Sure. But, uh, but yeah, man, I was like, he did have a gun rack, you know, on his, on his truck. So, yeah. Right. I was like, okay, you know, better, you know, better take a turn right. over here or something. I don't want to yep. start nothing. You know, high school kids are pretty stupid. So. Speaking of high school kids are pretty stupid. More, uh, more news from Connecticut. Uh, authorities say firefighters rescued four goats from an overhang above the entrance to Simsbury High School on Wednesday morning. They say the goats may have been placed there as a senior prank. Oh, really? They may have been placed there as a senior prank? What else? Like, no, they were placed there with sinister intent. Yep. Like, why else are you putting goats on a roof? Aliens, dude. Aliens. Pygmy goats. What is a pygmy goat? That's what it says here. Uh, I have no fucking idea. Like a small, mean goat? Like a miniature goat? I mean, that would make sense. They could lift them up more easily. I mean, like, how the hell do you get an animal like a goat? you know, up to the roof, like, do you carry it? If you carry it, I'm pretty sure it's just going to shit all over the place, right? Like, shouldn't, It's going to shit all over you. you should there be, shit all yeah, over should oh, there, what a great high school prank. We got shit on by a bunch of goats. Yeah, should there be, like, a trail of, like, goat shit and piss all the way up to the roof? Assuming you can even get up on the roof. Like, I'm assuming, you know, it's a high school, so they probably don't want people up on the roof. It's probably kind of hard to get up there. Like, you probably have to go up a ladder or something. Oh, In which case, shit. how do you get a goat up a ladder? Well, so then, yeah. do you carry them on like your back or something? You get like a goat backpack and kind of hug up the slider. Get a goat, get a goat satchel. What's funny is the first thing I thought of was because when I this is before I read there were pygmy goats. I, I figure a goat is pretty heavy, right? Like it's a yeah, it's not as big as a cow, but it's bigger than a dog. Yeah, those so, things are they got to be heavy. They got to be heavy. I, I was thinking, I imagine like a crane. They got a crane and moved goats up there. Well, dude, plus, like, if you're carrying the goat, don't those things, like, eat stuff? So couldn't they, like, just eat your clothes while you're carrying it? They can eat your clothes. They can bite your face. I bet they would kill you. You'd bleed out before you got <laughs> yeah, it. they just bite the hell out of you. Or they could just yeah. eat your pants off. And then, you know, once again, you're in, you know, your underwear with your balls hanging out. Then they eat your nut that's hanging out because it's just there. <laughs> what is that? Oh, my God. The goat is biting my ball. Dude, no, seriously, though, like. If I was an animal that was being lifted to certain areas against my will, I would just try to like conjure up as much diarrhea as I could. I like the I like the specificity of your of your scenario there. If I was an animal lifted to places against my will. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cuz I mean if you're going to um, choose a goat to put up on the roof, the wood like spraying diarrhea is not the one you're going to choose. 
well, now wait a minute. There's your senior prank. If you can somehow control the diarrhea, like put the goat in a harness and then there's just goat shit perpetually, <laughs> perpetually falling down in front of the front door. Okay. Oh that would be something. There's a senior prank. Dude, that actually, yeah. That... The firefighters would get there. They'd be like, fuck this. I quit. They leave. Exactly. The poor school janitor. Oh my God. That guy, <laughs> that guy deserves a raise after that. You know, my wife and I are looking to buy uh, two new toilets because I have now clogged our downstairs toilet two times in a row. <laughs> okay. I eat a lot of eat well, I eat a lot of fiber. All right, I'm just going to point that out. And so, like, sure. Every time, dude, you're so you are old. You're eating fiber. Yeah, dude, I, I eat tons of fiber. Like, not not like you know that powdery bull crap that like you know hipsters like to put in their drinks or whatever. Like, I eat you know real fiber, right? And like. I guess I end up making massive bowl fillers because, you know, I, I always clog up these old toilets. Real, real uh, geriatric fiber is the only thing that goes into your mouth. None of that new, none of that new crap. Exactly, dude. But, you know, this brings up a good point. Like, what is the clogged toilet etiquette? Like, if you're in somebody else's house, right? Right. And you clog the toilet and they don't have a plunger there, right? Like, Right. What is the etiquette? Like, do you just, like, let's say it's a dinner party, right? So there's people eating dinner, you know, yep. and, and you excuse yourself and now you come back. Like, what, what, you know, you're not going to come back and be like, yo, man, you know, I did a bull filler and the shit won't go down. <laughs> like, what, what do you say? <laughs> this is very tough. Uh, it really is a tough situation. Honestly, it's, it's, it's almost good enough reason to just go back to the idea of outhouses where you shit in a hole. You don't have to worry about flushing it down. So you, um, so you don't have to worry about this ever happening. Right, exactly. I don't know, man. I, I'm lucky to say I've never been in quite in that situation. I have been in a situation where uh, – is that true? I guess I have clogged someone else's toilet. Maybe when I was a child, I was like sleeping over at a friend's house or something. But, I mean, and, uh, as a kid, I feel I, like you get you know excused for that type of stuff. Yeah, but as a kid – that's weird though, right? Because as a kid, your shit should be smaller. I guess you were using like balls of toilet paper or something. If you're, well, I don't know. Maybe I just, maybe I just, as a child, I had a nasty, you know, it was probably whatever they fed me. Yeah. But too much fiber, but too much fiber in my, in the, in the spaghetti or whatever was going on there. But I just admitted to it and they had a plunger and I plunged. Oh, they made you plunge. Well, I, I volunteered to. What am I, well, I'm not going to make them plunge my shit. Well, I mean, I don't know, man. They already if, fed me. Granted, they fed me, like, fiber-infected pasta. If, so, if some, like, you know, eight-year-old kid was like, I'll plunge, I'd be like, hell no, dude. He's probably going to get, like, poop all over the bathroom floor. <laughs> it doesn't fly out. Like, have, when was the last time you used a plunger? Well, I just used it recently twice, right? Like, I clogged my toilet twice. Did you make a mess? No, but I mean, like, when you push... Well, I guess it depends on the shape of your bowl, right? So, like, our bowl... Yeah, it sure does. Yeah, our bowl has a thing where, like, if I push down hard, like, a little bit of water can squirt back out. So, I had to be a little careful about it. But, but yeah, so, like, I was curious what, you know, what do you do, like, you know, when these type of things happen? I think what you do is you stay in the bathroom the whole time. (laughs) <laughs> tell everyone else to go and then you're just like let's go run everyone run, else run. leaves the party yeah you stay in the bathroom for hours however long it takes for everyone else to leave and then you get with the homeowner you take them aside you say listen something happened in there so i guess i guess you'll have to keep peeking out of the bathroom door and eventually see you're seeing the numbers at the party this is a dinner party right so right. after dinner everyone's sitting around or standing around drinking or eating dessert or whatever 
they're going to all have to leave eventually. Right. And Because they all have to take a shit because you're hogging the bathroom. Right. right? So, because they just ate dinner. like Exactly. Whatever, whatever made you shit, they're going to need to shit too. Everyone ate the same thing. But you've clogged it. You just got to stay in there. You've got to hold down the fort, as it were. Right. Protect the bowl filler. Oh, my and God. Then, and then you get with the homeowner. You say, this is a thing that happened. Where's your plunger? And if they don't now, if they don't have a plunger, that's a problem. Yeah, that's a serious problem. Because now they got to live just, with it. Now they got to live with what you did in their toilet. They just have to leave it there. Exactly. Is that something you call a plumber over? Do you call a plumber if you if there's just a really rank, just beast shit in there? Dude, I think you just go to the hardware store and either get a plunger, and if that doesn't work, they have like these little snake things. They're like one use. It's just basically a giant metal rod with a little like egg beater at the end of it. <laughs> wow. Well, there's probably a fluid too. There's probably some sort of fluid you can pour in there that just dissolves everything. I'd give it a good try with that egg beater first, and then and then do the fluid. I think I'd do the fluid first, dude. I don't want to egg beat my poop. <laughs> the uh, when I when I moved, one of the things I looked at when I was looking at the apartment before I moved in was, or rather before I, you know, signed a lease and everything, was there are certain things I check in living spaces. Um, the first one was the shower, like the force of the shower, because i got to have a powerful shower. Yeah. But the other thing you have to check is the size of the toilet bowl, in other words, the size of the seat. Oh, like when, yes. When you sit down on it, is it so, does it have enough depth so that you're, your front area is not colliding with any porcelain. Yeah, dude, who the hell came up with the circ- uh, the circular shape for these toilet seats? Like, I hate it when you go... They're really bad when somebody decided to put the poofy seat cushion. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yes. <laughs> I do. So you go to someone's house... I think those are out of fashion now. I haven't seen those in a long time. Yeah, so you go to someone's house and they have, like, the poofy seat cushion and the circular seat, right? And then you're trying to sit Terrible. down and, like, not touch stuff with your junk, and it's impossible. Right. And then you got to figure, like, my penis is in the same airspace as, like, 70 other penis at this <laughs> Exactly, yeah. I mean, that's not something I want. You get all kinds of Ebola and other shit on your, on your wiener from other people's Ebola wieners. Oh, 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 oh yeah, of course, yeah. And people are living oh. long enough to spread this. Oh, God. Well, if people hadn't turned off the podcast by now, they definitely did after that remark. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty certain of it. I'm... You know, I I really like to see what happens to your viewer or your listenership as uh yeah. you know, after this podcast airs plummets. It just plummets. Yeah, you just lost everyone. Anyway, let's uh let's move into something else. I uh, <clears throat> you know, I want to make the show more internationally friendly. So I I feel like maybe it's been a bit too Americentric, if that's a word. That's probably not a word. The following uh, holidays occurred this week throughout the world. And we can go through this list now. June 3rd, in Taiwan, June 3rd was Opium Suppression Movement Day. What the hell? Yeah. I assume that has to do with one or, one or more of the opium wars. I think there were about, there were four or five hundred opium wars that they had back in the 1800s. I, it could be taken, that's a long, first of all, that's a mouthful for a holiday. It's not really catchy. Yeah, let's OS, see, Opium OSMD. Suppression, what was it called again? Opium Suppression Op- what? Opium Suppression Movement Day. So... OSM, although I guess, you know, they, they would use Chinese characters for that. OSM day. It's awesome day. Hey, for all we know, like, you know, that's like just, you know, a couple of Chinese characters or something. It may not be that long for them. Uh, opium Suppression Movement Day. So, yeah. 
So, so, so I hope you observe that. Um, June 4th was Flag Day in Estonia. Estonia had their Flag Day. Where the hell is Estonia, anyway? Oh, my God, dude. That, that's uh, actually... Where in the balls is that? I actually don't know. I, I want to say that maybe it's in, you know, Eastern Europe. They have mountains there. What do they have? What would they have there? Oh, wow. I got it right. It's uh, right next to Russia. It's it's actually right across the water from Finland and borders Russia. This is one of those that just like, does that need to be a separate country? No, it doesn't. I don't think so. So if anyone knows where Estonia is, they had their flag day. But I don't think, I, I, don't, I just, I doubt it's there anymore. Estonia. It's probably just not a nation. You're probably right. Let's see here. Denmark has two holidays on June 5th, Father's Day and Constitution Day. So it's their Father's Day, which is great. And then they have a Constitution Day on the same day on June 5th. Wow. I think these things maybe deserve separate days. Probably. I'm curious which one gets celebrated more. Right. There's, const there's a constant struggle. It wouldn't be a happy observance. My guess is that because Father the, Day there'd be lives One up. parade for Father's Day would collide in the street with one parade for Constitution Day. And they would fight. They'd have like a gang war. No way, dude. Father's Day would totally win out Constitution. They would win on that one. Yeah. I mean, you have to live with your father for like 18 years, right, in his house. You don't You don't live with the Constitution in its house for like, you know, 18 years. Right. You just have to live with it your entire life if you're a Denmark citizen. Yeah, but... If you're a Dane. If you're a Dane. But it's not going to like judge you and stuff, right? And like, you know, tell you to be home by... It, that's exactly what it will do. It's a set of laws. It will judge you. It will be the things by which people judge you. All right. I mean, I guess that's fair. Oh, uh, it's also, I'm just looking here. It's also Kenny G's birthday. So if that's not a holiday yet, I think it probably will be soon. Um, <laughs> oh, wait, how do holidays get passed? June Does 5th. Congress just vote on it? Around here, I think so. Yeah. Okay. But Kenny G's would be an international. I think like the UN would have to pass something for Kenny G. So, like, if the U.N. passes something for an international holiday, like, could other countries happy, just... Happy Adult Contemporary Day. Could, could, like, other, you know, countries be like, screw that, I don't recognize U.N.-sponsored uh, holidays? I guess, although who wouldn't want to recognize Kenny G's birthday? I don't know, man. What kind of a, what kind of a sinister, what kind of an axis and evil... Maybe it's one of those diplomatic what? things. It's like an F.U. to, like, some other country. That would be, like, the one holiday where all the nations of the world just chill and have a they just have like an adult contemporary party party like it's 1992 um june 6th argentina has an engineer's day oh that is awesome you like that they have an engineer's day uh june 7th uh norway has union dissolution day what the so, hell is that like they dissolved unions i would imagine it has something to do with when they became an independent country they were probably, and all, Scandinavia all used to be one thing, right? Oh. Eric, Eric, Eric Longshanks or whatever that Viking's name was. You, <laughs> I have no idea. To, Dude, I, yeah. I actually know nothing about history. Like, you know, like, for example, were the Vikings the only ones that did that thing where they put a bunch of dudes rowing the boat? <laughs> were they, were they the only ones that did what? Were they, 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 well, like, they probably weren't the only ones that did rowboats. No, no, no. I mean, like, there are a lot of cultures that have, like, small rowboats, right? But the Vikings had, like, these enormous ships with, like, giant oars sticking out of them and sails, right? And they, they had these dudes rowing on them, right? I think that was just how ships worked for a while. Really? You had sails and then you had row. Yeah. Why is, why is that ship so associated with Vikings in my mind, then? I, I don't know. Did you see, did you see a remarkable viking reenactment or something that caused you to maybe i watched a movie when i was a kid it's kind of like all right here's a question for you 
you don't want to talk about being international. Tell me what culture is the Aladdin movie based on? The um, it's the, it's based on the Disney culture. Because like, see, where I asked this the 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 culture entitled vaguely brown. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, Aladdin Al, you know, the A L that sounds Arabic, right? But then okay. like you look at the buildings and they look Indian. Is it just generic brown people? Oh, while we're on it, what nationality is the genie supposed to be? I mean, who's blue? Yeah, I mean, even that, like, wait, what, what culture, wait, what culture believes in the, you know, rubbing the lamp to have genies? <laughs> to have genies. <laughs> well, <coughs> no, yeah, Union Dissolution Day. So I guess they they want to celebrate that. That's good. June 8th. June 8th apparently is World Brain Tumor Day. What the hell? What are you celebrating? Like, I, lo- I lost feeling in my left arm. Like, let's have a parade. That's not like, you know, people still die from those, right? So, like, it's not like, you know, we're celebrating that we've eradicated brain tumors. And maybe it's just one of those awareness things. Raising awareness for brain tumors? I think... What's the What's the point? How do What do you... There's no solution to a brain tumor. I mean, I feel like people are pretty aware that brain tumors exist. They're like, you know, like, I want to see people bring awareness to shit that I don't know about. Like, it'd be nice to see something like, you know, bringing awareness to, like, you know, penile e- Ebola, right? Penile Ebola Awareness Month. See, like... It would need a whole... It would need... It would need not a day. It'd be a whole yeah, month. Yeah, see, that's something I need to get awareness of, right? Like, if somebody needs to alert me to this, because I've never heard of that before, right? But, like, right. I've heard of brain tumors. When your wiener turns bright green and makes a figure eight, that's when you have penile Ebola. Exactly, and that would be really useful. Like, I would appreciate that type of awareness. There needs to be a foundation or something. Maybe I can start one. Yeah, dude, you should totally start one. A penile Ebola foundation. Okay. Let's see, what else did I have here? So, uh, in Colorado, there was a woman who, and this is from Reuters, in Colorado there was a woman who... A woman who punched, scratched, and slid her buttocks against a $30 million painting. The woman, 37, pleaded guilty earlier this month to felony criminal mischief for striking at and leaning against the oil-on-canvas painting after causing an estimated $10,000 worth of damage to the painting and intoxicated the woman's name, then pulled down her pants, slid her buttocks against the painting, and urinated on the museum floor. Oh, man, like, I don't think it's... Wow. Wait, wait, wait. So did she urinate while her buttocks were on the painting? Because if she did that, then she probably urinated on herself, too, right? I'm sure she had urinated on her, been urinating on herself all day. If she's going to roll into a museum and cause this scene, she's not going to have complete control over all of her functions. Wait, so what, do they have a picture of the painting? No, they have a picture of the woman who's just, like, the most, like, methed-out human being you've ever seen. Wait, how could they not have a picture of the painting? Like, isn't this, you know, very critical to the story? Like, what painting was it that drove this woman so over the edge she had to like pee on it 30 million dollar painting 1957 j number two is the name of the painting it says she caused an estimated ten thousand dollars worth of damage to the painting so they intend to repair this oh wow this paint this painting i assume like this painting is gonna stay there Wait, so- and this will forever be like this is the butt painting. So do you think that this is going to increase the value of the painting? Like now, you know... Hell yes! It'll be like, oh, you can get, like you this? know, yeah. meth-urinated, like, $30 million painting now for, like, $50 million? It would, it would increase the value to me anyway. And, I, of course, I'm representative of all art collectors. Exactly. I'm, I'm in that same demographic. I feel like part of the art is the story behind it, right? And then now this one's got a fairly interesting story. I don't think I'm the target audience for abstract expressionism. 
Probably not. But do you have any artwork hanging in your apartment? I have nothing. I don't even have any furniture yet. I have a bed. Wow. But I probably will put something up at some point. But what do you put on the... Putting something on the wall... I don't know. What do you put on the wall? What do you put on your wall? Well, you could piss on a canvas and then hang it on your wall tell people it's worth $30 million. I could rub my butt all over a canvas. (laughs) This is the ass canvas. This is 2012 Will number two. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Will number two, because... You just took a dump on it or something. And it's worth $31 million. Beat you, bitch. 31. Check it. You, you do realize that there is an artist that was uh, actually had his work uh, uh, on exhibit at uh, some of the leading museums around the world that their whole their whole art was made out of fecal matter. Come this on. This dude made, like, turd statues. And oh. it, it was always in like modern art uh, museums, right? Because it's supposed to be extremely modern, right? And, but yeah. Oh, that's modern. Yeah, that's that's 2013 modern. That's, I saw that's cut. That's cutting. Cutting. Yeah, edge. I saw one of these, and it was basically like a turd floating in like a jar of piss. Oh wait. Oh, it's how does it stay? Um, how does it stay solid? I don't. Doesn't it deteriorate? Do, I don't know, dude. The guy may like have coated it with something. You know, they, they, does he put like a shellac on the? Turn? Yeah, I don't know, dude. I didn't. I didn't want to look oh. at it too much. Yeah, I, I guess not. But yeah, what are those going for? What? How much? How much? If you, if I were to collect that art and put it on my my nightstand, I have no idea. I mean, like, I'm trying to figure out like how desperate is a museum when they're starting to like oh. accept you know floating turds and piss like. I literally went to a museum in San Diego, and they had another exhibit there, right? Like, this wasn't a permanent exhibit. This was just, you know, one of those, like, oh, you know, this week only we're exhibiting this dude's art. And, you know, my mom and I are looking at it, and it looks like just a a, a landscape, right? This, like, you know, pretty landscape, except in the very foreground, you see these two hills that look really weird. And I'm like, what the hell is that? And my mom and I are looking at it, and we figure out this guy took an enormous close-up of his testicles and then, like, Whoa. blew them up and made them part of the landscape. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's ironic art. Like, you, you say about a piece of art, oh, that's shit. The, no, this is actually shit. <laughs> yeah, I guess that could be it. And, and, and the artistic value is the ironic fact that this piece of art is actually composed of what I pooped. Oh, do you think it's his poop or someone else's? I guess, yeah. I can see people, like, you know, trying to be all sophisticated, asking questions like do they that. Don- yeah, sophisticated. Mm-hmm. Do they donate poop? How does he get his poop? I can see a situation where you have, like, a great moment of, of artistic inspiration, and you can only you only get, like, a certain amount of poop, you know, per day, if, if even that much. So where do you get the rest? Right. You gotta, you gotta go around and ask your neighbors, I guess. I guess. Excuse me. Excuse me, um... I'm working on this project. Oh, God. Like, what do you say? You don't, man. I think, you know. You don't. I, you stop making art with poop in it. That's what you do. I think what you do is you just pretend to be a plumber and you go on clog people's toilets and then you just, you know, <laughs> take it from there. Yeah. Wow. Seriously, I, I just want to point out that, like, this podcast has been extremely. Yeah, a lot of poop talk. Yeah, extremely centered around, like, dick balls and shit. Lots of scatological remarks in this one. Give the people what they want is my motto. Exactly. Sorry, your first Podsiden was me sounding like you know Jimmy Durante, but um. No problem, dude. Podsiden number three. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making it to the end, especially if you actually did. 
Um, podsiden1.blogspot.com. Podsiden1.gmail.com. Yep, go, <laughs> uh, go on those places, email me, leave a comment on the blog, subscribe in iTunes, leave a review in iTunes, rate the thing on iTunes. Uh, Did you say rape the thing on iTunes? Rape the thing on iTunes. Just grab it by the... Never mind, we don't need to pursue that. <laughs> um, but yeah, pod side number three. Thanks again. Oh, that was a lot of dick talk. Wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Ooh, while we up in the club, this is how we do.